0: Strike emotions, and I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotion.
1: Can you yeah. imagine Pulp uh, Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse?
0: <laughs> I can totally imagine that. You I'm know sure know somebody's like ordering pounder with cheese and France? Mickey? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese. I can totally. See. see? I would. I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice at my my. Progeny to view a mighty marvel beast. <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going. Hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh,
1: How do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave, and John, and JD. ha uh, fixing the hair there, JD. It's getting Three glorious.
2: Months. Three months. Three months. Three more months.
3: End and of you'll July. be cousin it. you're
2: you're doing the cousin it right it's getting getting close the kids are calling me we had the first day of wrestling practice today and i came in they've been calling me lord farquad (laughs) when i have my my hair down (laughs) because high school kids are vicious let me tell you so i wore a man bun today because it keeps the hair (laughs) out of my face i have one of my wife's scrunchies so i pulled my hair back with a scrunchie and had it Uh, in there so
1: i'm sure they had comments about that too no they
2: didn't even notice that It was a scrunchie. Nor am I going, nor do any of them listen to this, so I could tell I could say that.
1: So yeah. Uh you better hope they don't listen. They don't listen. So besides <sighs> meatheads. that, meatheads. Let's see how everyone's doing. John, how are you? What's new with you?
3: Uh not much. Not not really much. Yeah, like nothing. Like you get a haircut? Abs- a while ago. Yeah, we had this weeks ago a couple weeks ago. I That's I know nice. you I know it's hard to see past all your hair. But yes, I've had a haircut for a while. <laughs> don't, don't hate. Don't hate my glorious locks. <laughs> oh, no. When you get to my age, you you know, I'm glad I have as much hair as I still do. Hey, hey man, I'm north of
2: 40 now. So I see a lot of my friends, like, without the hair. Yeah. So I'm very proud that I can still do this.
3: Yeah. That's about you know. the time when you start trying to convince yourself that bald is sexy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my wife has said bald is, in fact, not sexy. And when we, she's, I said, what do you do if I go bald? And she's like, we'll discuss this when the moment comes about.
3: Did she said it while going through a wig catalog online.
2: <laughs> well, she's the primary breadwinner, so you know
1: the palimony um, comes. The palimony comes here. <laughs> I've often, I've often wondered, John, why you don't just shave it.
3: Why? Yeah. Because you know, you you know how many how many times I get asked when he, first off when it grows out it gets curly and and women apparently like that. Second off, the fact that I have this much hair at this age and and not a receding hairline, mind you, just yeah. a little bald spot on the top, but like you know. I I have a lot more hair than most Irishmen my age, so
2: the, the clock is ticking on this
3: Irishman too. My my brother, my brother's huge, younger than me, and he's got half half of my hair at best, and he got hair plugs.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, now I I know quite a few guys in our age group that once they started losing it, they just shaved it off. You know,
3: right? And that's when you can try to convince yourself that bald is sexy. But
2: to be frank, I mean, like, I think I think men do look better if they go all the way than like the horseshoe look. Like I say, this is my dad's had a horseshoe since I can remember. Yeah. And like, I I just don't think, I just don't think 21st century men can pull off the look. No. Like I think, I think the full ball, I think you either got to go like thinning is okay. But when it's like, when, when it's like up here, when you got the LeBron going, like it's time to just like, like if my headband like starts pulling back to like yonder, then it's time to like, you know, you know, accept that mold the lawn and accept what nature is telling you. <laughs>
1: Both a lot, nice. Uh, maybe we should ask our female fans, the the three of them.
2: Both, I'll say both of them. <laughs> yeah, both of
1: them. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you ladies think? You know, bald or 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 flowing locks? You know, give give John some hope. Not, there's not that bad. Like you're making it out like
2: he's got this giant receding hairline. It actually, like when I said, it looked like you had a haircut because I thought your hair looked shorter today. Yeah. And and you you're actually, and you look better too. You don't look like a blueberry or a you know angry person in hell.
3: I'm trying. I'm trying d- different. It's working. It's working. Good, but but yeah, you got, you, for, you forget, Dave. When when I grow out my hair, it gets really curly, and I look True. I look like you know a man in the Highlands. So
2: give me a head with hair,
3: long beautiful hair. <laughs> Fly.
2: Sure. My mom, my mom likes mom the hair. I can grow it. My mom likes hair, so I'm familiar with that soundtrack. Otherwise, musicals giant blind spot.
3: Oh no, my mother taught me every musical there is. I've even sung some on stage. That's Ooh, what to boy. say,
1: you 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 live I, the musical life.
3: Yeah, well, I've done I've done Cats on stage like three or four times. Well, it's well, illegal in some states. <laughs> I know, right now. Damn sorry, it. sorry. God damn you. it. Yes, oh, yes. Even, even to the point, even even to the point where we were doing it out in the audience. <laughs> oh, ep- episode title. I'm doing cats on stage. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Can you mix that with Sheng T, you see, or whatever? And we can come up with Shang-Gi. something. Please.
1: How about you, JD? What oh. is new in the world of JD Elite? Today was a very eventful day
2: for JD. I mentioned wrestling season officially started. So yes. we at, the, at DeKalb High School today, we had wrestling, football, and baseball all going on at the exact same time. The state of Illinois has decided to cram in everything at once.
1: Oh, So, good. sounds like a plan.
2: I got paid. You know, <laughs> the good kids are there. We're working hard. It's going to be a thing. So I launched my Kickstarter today for Sundown, book five, of the books of Jericho. I should have launched it at eight in the morning, but I lo- I got, I forgot that you had to stay. They recommend you submit for a couple of days. And I was working on my video forever. And I got a note. Well, I took Andy to the dentist today. Andy had to go see the dentist. I got an email from Kickstarter saying they refused my project. And I went, well, that's my luck after I told everyone it would launch on Monday. So I, I, I opened the email and like, wonder what I did wrong. And they said there, you cannot advertise weapons, even fake weapons. And oh. well, I had, cause I had all these extra, you know, fake silver bullets from the last one. So I'm like, I'll try to get rid of these this time around. And uh, this time I decided I'll use more art. So I put in this picture of like replica silver bullets. And then they said, no, you cannot do that. Just the I picture. Said, well, I did the picture and I had it as a reward tier. And I don't know if I just slipped through the cracks last time or they didn't notice because I didn't actually put a picture of it. So for about an extra six hours, I was in Kickstarter limbo. And then in the middle of practice, my Kickstarter launched. So my launch strategy was out the window. So, but All right then. as we stand right now, as it's been up for new three hours, I'm 80% of the way there. What, yeah.
3: what happens if your cover is is like a picture of a bullet? Like you can't put your your cover on some of these two rules never make sense. To
2: Amazon them. does not like like I know Amazon specifically does not like an image like a, a cover image if you got a gun pointed directly at I'm trying to get yeah, directly at the the reader, they don't like that. I've seen those covers. I don't I don't do them, but I that's what I've been told. And like, I, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, gun, gun control is an issue. I understand that. But I mean, like, I'm also, they were silver bullets. I mean, like, and they're, and I clearly say replica, but they didn't like them. So whatever, I'm, I'm on their platform. And they're giving me a deal. I'll play a game. It's fiction. It's it is fiction. science fantasy fiction. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. It was dealing with vampire. You know, the, the real problem was, it was my mistake when maybe I can get rid of some of these, some of the surplus from the last campaign. Mm. And I should have just, you know, not done it. But Otherwise, the the Kickstarter is off to a really good start for having a a limp finish, a limp beginning. We're almost at the goal already, thanks to my compatriot, Mr. O'Grady, whom will die again by my hand. I creep across the land, killing the firstborn man. Sorry, I broke into Metallica. But yes, so thank you, man. John has decided to become a victim. Again, Again. I
3: I like being a victim.
2: Yes, you are a vampire victim. You're a perpetual victim. I have ideas. Oh, Excellent. I have ideas. I think you will. I think you will like it. So you were saying before the show that you think my goals are too low. You sound like my wife. Man. That's actually not true. Um, <laughs> my wife's awesome. So um, I'll explain. But the, 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 I bumped it last time from only 500 bucks to 700 bucks, mainly because Kickstarter is a weird thing. Kickstarter is a sales platform, but mm-hmm. people still look at it like GoFundMe, right? And the fact of the matter is, I didn't spend a whole lot of money creating this. So I don't have a lot to like pay for right like i'm going to cover like the 700 bucks i asked for is going to more than pay for the editing right the editing that was done the cover that was made and then like the rest of it's just going to be what it costs to to print and ship which i'll pretty much take pretty much all amazon so for me it's like i would rather sit there and say because the pro space in kickstarter is way smaller than comics like unless you're brandon sanderson who got a couple million for his kickstarter like that's it. Like everyone else is around a few grand here, a few grand there, five, five six tops. So hmm. for me, it's better if I can, I think it's better in the space if I can say I uh, got 10 times or eight times the level that I asked for. We funded 800% rather than say, yeah, we we barely funded with a higher goal because I'm going to get the money anyway, right? It's all just because we're going to do some, like now that we've, up when I hit the funding goal, I'll be able to, I'm going to do my first stretch goal. Yes. It's another book. It's book yeah. six book nice. six in the series Ooh. so i decided to try that out i've been sitting on these things for a while i've also got a tonight i'm a, i've got three short stories that are also gonna get connected to this thing so you're gonna get a lot of value for for the for the campaign but like i said it's off to a good start considering my i didn't even get a chance to email my email list yet about this so this is purely me throwing out a couple tweets you know and then my buddy who
1: who takes care of me my sugar daddy speaking of kickstarter just a <laughs> quick shout out to george o'connor who is a former guest of this show Uh,
2: One of my dearest friends in the entire world, love George.
1: The Charlie Charlie Spot was fully Mm -hmm. funded. And anyone who funded him, funded that Kickstarter. The the rewards are now going out. I just found out that I'll be getting my books shortly. So
2: I got mine a long time ago. I don't know why.
3: (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Maybe it was just me. I think it might be just you. All right. All right, then. (laughs) <laughs> through you, George. Oh, you know, it's I a think... great
2: it's a great book by the way it turned out really well like i really it's a nice little it's so different than what i like to do which is all this like weird grotesque stuff and he just has this great little slice of life mm. like wholesome story yeah it's a good book I highly recommend it.
3: I, I hear a lot of Kickstarter people have this problem though, where it's like they they put out all these stretch goals and and you know pledges and all that, and then they realize that they have to ship them themselves.
2: Oh, that's that's one of the, one of the things we learned about in, in Tyler James's course was this the the one of the big Kickstarter stories is this book Sullivan Sluggers, which made oh I want to say over a million dollars something like that maybe close to it like it's in the high hundred thousands and uh, he didn't take shipping into consideration ah. so uh, it didn't he couldn't afford it and he was like I, from what i remember he had like meltdowns where he would like do videos of him burning books because he was getting mad about people asking about them but I, eventually i guess everyone wound up with their book but that's like there's a couple horror stories like that
3: mm. but the, the advice go ahead sorry well no it's it's not just that it's it's the fact that like say you're and you know, i got like, say you're an artist mm-hmm. and you sell out way more than you think. And suddenly you realize, oh, I'm a single person and I have to mail out 5,000 copies of, it's, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, that's why it's a better idea. If, you, if you're, if you for me, I'm not going to get that type of numbers. So it's, it's fine. I can handle all this. But I mean, if you start doing those big numbers, you're better off just working with backer kit backer kit will take care of all that for you and take a nice little chunk off the top which is fine because they're doing the manual labor part and like i said if if for me if this thing does go crazy then yeah i'll, I'll be giving backer kit a call but i mean for right now for me i don't need that i'm a piece cake
3: i've seen backer kit too i Backerkit's another good. artist that i they did backer kit and like they'll automatically send you the the pdf copies of stuff mm-hmm. and yeah
2: Like BackerKit takes care of all those little things you don't want to, and in the comic space where stuff can blow up, it's necessary. In prose, you know, there's not there's not a big uh, there's not a big market for Kickstarter, so it's not it's not quite as much of a fight. You know, it's work. Don't get me wrong. Loading the last one, it was a good couple days worth of work for me to get the last couple out. Here's an example. I think I I don't know if I told you guys this. When I was doing the Harvest Moon campaign, I was on one of my uh, writer Facebook groups, right. And I got yelled at when I was telling the story about how this, I had a successful launch. And I had some romance writers like yelling at me, calling me a cheater and like every name in the book. Why? Because they didn't understand Kickstarter. Like I said, a lot of people think Kickstarter is GoFundMe, that oh. you're paying people to work on the book. Like me, I'm done. Like this thing has been done for a long time. Like, but people don't understand that. They think that. They think that it's starving artists type stuff.
3: Oh no! For for like for yeah. artists, like Kickstarter is good for projects, like engineering projects and stuff that you want to fund them. But yes. I haven't I haven't seen I don't think I've I've ever remembered seeing a Kickstarter where it's like. Help me finish my art. Or so
2: my I, <laughs> my first Kickstarter was like that and it took three years. It did. The first one I ran about 10 years ago, took about three years to fulfill. That was, wow. a, that was a big problem because people, when the, when the platform really launched, there were a lot of people that were doing it like that. Help me finish my book, help me create my book rather than, Hey, I'm selling this book. And when people figured out to use it for selling stuff rather than funding stuff, they were able to be a lot more successful. And then you don't have the horror stories. So I remember we had a guest on the show who ran about three years ago who was doing a Kickstarter and uh, they, I talked to him and said, Hey, let me help run your Kickstarter for you. And we had a conference call where I told them everything they did wrong on their Kickstarter and they were not happy with me. But the fact that they were like 10% toward their funding goal after two months, I'm like, look, man, you can do it my way. or You can keep doing it your way. Your way has gotten you this far. I never heard from them again. But like, but they never got their project up and going because they were right. they the artist wanted them to fund everything. He didn't even have any pages drawn. I said, mm. you can't do you can't do that. You have to have yeah. you have to show people you have something. Yeah, like if you if even if you don't have it completely finished, you have to lie you have to lie to people and say, oh, it's done. We're yeah. good. We're good to go.
3: Yeah, if you, unless you're a well known person, they're not going to trust um, that you've uh, got anything. Unless you're
2: Keanu Reeves and boom, which they can go, hey, we want to create this thing. But that's like pre-orders, right? Like, you
1: know, you know, they're going to come through. Right. That's an established company that's doing it. It's not two guys in the basement and that's why i don't get mad at people like oh why is archie
2: comics or somebody else coming to kickstarter it's like well that's not what kickstarter is anymore kickstarter has become especially in comics the number one platform for selling independent books
3: for advertising basically it's advertising it's
2: basically it's totally advertising because you're using kickstarter's platform to promote your books and like i'll tell you right now like i get i'm right now i get so much more traction launching a kickstarter than i do just fighting for space on amazon right Mm. like i'll it's just, it's so much easier because they work with you. And people like you say, I got a Kickstarter. Go be like, Oh, I like Kickstarter. All right. Like, you know, you get a lot of that. If I say, Hey, I got this book on Amazon. that's pissing in the wind sometimes, unless you're willing to pay to play. Right. right. You got to pay for advertising either on Facebook or on Amazon itself. Like you say, Hey, I got a book on Amazon. Great. You went up, you win 10 million other people. And then it's a fight to stand yeah. out. Kickstarter gives you that advantage. lets you stand out. And plus I make 90% off of a Kickstarter sale, Whereas on Amazon I make 70%. Yeah. Traditional publishing, I make 30%. So, you know, math, brother.
1: <laughs> that math will get you every time.
2: It yep. does. So yes. So that has been my day. Oh, and I went back to the gym, Dave. You and I were were 5 a.m. gym buddies this morning.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. The the what was the machine that you took a picture of? Oh, s- the squat rack. Squat rack, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. I, I squatted for the I got back on my power lifting and I noticed something new with that I haven't had like, cause I'm lifted in 13 months ever since, you know, this whole COVID thingy started yeah. now that I'm nice and vaccinated. We live in a new town. I got a new park district. So I went to, they have a sweet gym. It's connected to the high school. It's really weird, small town stuff. But like <laughs> I went to lift this morning and I, I got underneath the squat bar and I was immediately in pain because I've never squatted with long hair before. Ooh. The Squat bar had trapped my long hair and I went sweet jeepers and had to re-rack it and resettle. Ow. So that was, that That's was a
1: convenient. harsh lesson. That's when you needed a scrunchie.
2: I did. My wife said the same thing. My wife says you got to wear a ponytail to the gym now, and I was like, I don't want to do that, but I may have to. I may not have a choice. Well, I so, started. Yes. I,
3: I finally started running again. Good don't, for you. Don't don't need COVID what for are, that. But I'm I'm what, back up to two miles a day, a couple of times a, a week. So.
1: But what are you running from? John? Mm,
3: my life, <laughs> basically my life.
2: You set me up, and I got nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'm so disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm
3: what will will what was the name of the thing with uh, Kickstarter that they'll send it stuff for you again like uh, a big friend the, the the service that will send things backer kit backer kit will they will they send the vampire to take me out yes, okay,
1: yes, we'll just say that
2: so, wow, so.
1: this this episode just took a dark
2: turn <laughs> no. what's the thing John? the vampire doesn't have to take you out unless you wanted to it can give you a new opening. Well, I paid, but you're stuck with that hair for the rest of time. So you yeah, know, true. there's a there's a trade off. <laughs> but, but I paid to get taken out. I mean, you did, you did. It'll be gnarly. I will gnar. I will gnarl the snots out of you.
3: Gnawing on that my came bones. out wrong. Eh. Uh,
2: yeah, eh. very very eh. wrong. Very wrong. Yes, we'll make it work.
3: <laughs> abort, abort, retry. Oh <laughs> my
1: goodness! Control, alt, delete, alt, delete.
2: <laughs> How
1: are you, Dave? Uh I am. I am actually doing really well, unlike our our co-host here. I had had to, things are moving with with my career choice. I don't want to get into it on the show too much because don't want to jinx things. Things out there. One of my one of my best friends is a group of us. We've been friends since fifth grade, and we haven't seen each other in a while. So he like messaged all of us and said, "I want you guys come over for my birthday. We're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons."
3: That's weird.
1: And so we went over his house. It was, uh, there was five of us again. We haven't, I I saw a couple of them at my one friend's daughter's high school graduation, which was last year. That was the last time I saw them. And then the two of them I haven't seen since my wife passed. And yeah, we, so, so the whole thing came out now. It's funny. Cause we did all play Dungeons and Dragons back in grade school and high school. And his son does it now too. His son's a dungeon master. And there was a Kickstarter speaking of Kickstarter the today with that he backed and he got the it, it was a mo, Dungeons and Dragons module for it was a Dead Milkman theme module. Ooh. there now I'm I like the Dead Milkman, but Dan loves the Dead Milkman, that's why he backed it. And he got it and he's like, Oh, we've got to play this now. That was the <laughs> whole thing behind it.
3: J, JD JD's like, I know what of the, the hell are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I know uh, that's a punk band, right?
1: Yes, yes, yeah,
2: I know of them, but I'm it's a little before my time.
1: Uh, punk rock girl was like their only hit jeez so. I,
3: I i dead milkman or dead gentleman because the dead gentleman is also a d and d thing yes,
1: yeah, so it was it was fun it's it was weird of course because it's all themed around their songs and and whatnot and I also say that I drank way too much, but
2: that's while the we were playing. that's the
3: point of d and
1: d
2: you no. drink a lot when you play d and d is that really a thing
3: well you i mean well, it depends God on does. what uh,
2: well i expect, what, yeah, well i expected that.
3: Not with my nephews. Well, actually, we could drink, but no, yeah, it depends on company, right? Like if it's you know a guy's game, then yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny because like for his birthday, I brought a, a six pack of beer, the Yingling, which is his favorite, and I probably drank five. Well, he had a he had a cooler full of beer, so uh, so sorry, Dan. And, yeah, but, but yeah, I haven't drank like that in a while either, so. But needless, that was Saturday. So, needless to say, yesterday I didn't do, I do much. But yeah, but other than that, can't can't complain. You know, things are going good. I guest starred on two podcasts. Also, spent oh. time
2: spent time with our friends at the Omega Level Nerds last night. Ah, oh. had some in depth Falcon Winter Soldier discussions. And you know it's interesting going on in that show because like J100 is uh, is an African American and he's got a very different outlook on everything. So it's nice to it's nice to hear some some different thoughts you and know, get challenged on things you believe. So I enjoyed it's,
1: it. it. It's interesting that we think it's a good segue. We could talk about Falcon Winter Soldier, and you're actually bringing up. I think you're you're alluding to a point that I kind of want to talk about with the show before we get into the show. So. Of course, we live in a society where everyone likes to talk about going woke and all that nonsense. You know, I hate that term. Dumb term. I, I hate that term. But it kind of feels like we live in a world now where if you make any kind of social commentary in your show, you went woke. That's true. Where I don't think that's true. Like, I think you go woke when, like, on Supergirl, they're like, we're not going to use guns anymore. To me, that's going, that's going too far. Like law enforcement agencies, like being like, Oh, we're not going to use guns anymore. is like, yeah, that's going too far. But like having commentary on the African-American experience in in a thoughtful way to make people think about it is social commentary, which is like the, how, how Star Trek used to do it, you know?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And then getting to, uh, because I also did the Vover show with regular Scott and my buddy from take and he's, you know, he's biracial, you know, He but he, he's, he grew up, his mom and sister are, are very dark complected and Scott's very light complected. So he was talking about how even his experiences really are. He can't even relate sometimes to some of the things like family members say, but he hears from his uncles, what things are. So it was very interesting listening to two African-Americans discuss Completely polar points of view. So, and I know that I I know where both their heads are at, and I would I don't think getting I don't think it's fair to say that's woke. I mean that's real, mm-hmm. right? Like, why is why is getting woke when you're uh talking about reality, right? Like, right? Doesn't that just ignore? I mean, we can't just ignore the fact that black people exist. Yes, no. we
1: could. That would be no, stupid. no, no, no. no. It's not, and it, to me, it's not even. Ignored. I'm not talking about you, but that's like what people. That's the no, 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 no. Yeah, right, right. But I'm saying, like, I don't think it's it's not ignoring black people exist. It's it's ignoring their experience. <sighs> yes, I their agree. Point with Point of view, like yes. that's and that's and it's funny because like that's what the this last episode really was about was trying to explain Sam's point of view on why he gave up the shield and then why he regretted it and wanted it back. You know.
3: Well, I mean, and they, they met, I mean, that one line that they had in the episode where Bucky said, Yeah, neither Steve or I, or I ever really considered the idea that it might be yes. a problem handing it to a black person. And it's like, Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, I really commend the way they've handled this and the fact that they brought it up and handled and, and, and did it this way because you know, you there's a certain segment out there that's going to be like oh black black captain america blah, blah, blah this way they have no ground to stand on like i mean they 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 would say it they're going to say it anyway but at least it makes them look like you know kind of childish and uninformed and everything in this in this way they've handled it i i think in a very i don't know it's like a a, a, a very delicate and very realistic way and you know i, I think i i think it's been done incredibly well
2: yeah, I, I do, too. And I think that I think the Isaiah Bradley character does have an interesting point. I don't want to repeat what he said, because, you know, it's not appropriate for I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say it. And it can be taken away the context. But I heard from, again, my two African-American friends who had polar opposite points of view on that one line. Oh, so I, you know, J100 said, yes, I agree with with Isaiah Bradley. Why would you think like that? and regular hmm. Scott's like no why would you have to keep the exact opposite point was like you know, you know you have to you have to throw it away and do better so it was like and i'm like i'm just listening i'm like i get both of what you guys are saying and i love i like this about the show is it's not trying to answer a question it's just asking questions and letting characters so, react to them so
1: i think i think an important point people might miss from the show because it's so it's so easy to just focus on the race when it really was where race is a factor in what happened, but it was also two people who've lived two different lives and had mm-hmm. two different experiences. Isaiah got screwed over by the system, Absolutely. even though he was given the the serum. He got screwed over by them, by people in power. Mm-hmm. Where Sam was in the military was a was Sam's you know, a hero. Sam was a hero in the military, right. and then became friends with Steve Rogers, the first Captain America, and became his partner, and you know, and saw the good side of things and and doing good. And so two completely different perspectives.
2: One thing I've always found very interesting about the Steve Rogers character, like this, I'll relate this in a second. Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers is the Nazi ideal. He is. Yeah. He's the blonde haired blue eyed, perfect athlete. Right. And he, but doesn't it represent it, and I always thought that was an interesting dynamic with him and the Red Skull, because the Red Skull is this disgusting creature who could never live up to that idealized version of what the Third Reich wanted, right? But mm-hmm. he sees it in his worst enemy. Right. So that might be a little bit of headcanon for me, but it's how I've always interpreted their relation. Mm-hmm. And I see this with Sam a little bit now, is Sam can represent, you know, Sam can take a version of that where, like, you know, like you see Isaiah Bradley, the dark side of what America could could do to to a minority. And then you want to, you can either run from that or you can embrace it or you can fight it, right? And I do think there's something to be said in social commentary about Captain I've always thought Captain America should represent the best of what we can be, not necessarily what we are. John Walker's is kind of, there's that argument, there's an argument made that John Walker kind of is the American international policy, yeah. whereas Steve Rogers is the ideal, right? And there's people that can make, you can make, I'm not saying I'm making that argument, but that argument could be made. Well, so it's I'm,
3: very interesting. I mean, that's that's the point of America, right? we mm-hmm. we we are a set of ideals. We are falling very short of them right now, but the the fact that we have those ideals as a guiding light and a goal, and that we can keep striving for them, is what keeps us from falling down and becoming another China or Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And like that, the, the whole mentality of of our populace is like, hey, you're brought up thinking. You know American exceptionalism, but you're also brought up thinking we represent the good in the world, and you know as long as long as we keep trying to get there, you know that I mean that's that's what you know, like you said that's what Captain America is supposed to be. He's the he's the the one who strives for that guiding light, that you know the I hate to use a Reaganism, but that shining city on the hill, right? So you know, and and the fact that we can still get even better with 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 falcon picking up the shield right like the fact that we can still be better and he can he can represent that ideal that's that's progress and that's good that's and and i i you know i can't wait to see i can't wait to see what he does with it now especially with the, the man they ended it before he could put they could they could show the hell, new the hell new hell of a cliffhanger hell of a cliffhanger yeah. I was like, I wanted to see the the new wings, like vibrating wings. Can you imagine what he could do with that in the shield? Holy! Crap. He's gonna look. He's gonna look cool. I like that the
2: costume comes from Wakanda. Like that's gonna give it its well, own its own take. I like yeah, that. It makes who, sense.
3: Who else is gonna make it now? Right? right. we, we we're, we're missing a huge hole where Stark Tech used to be. Mm-hmm. So like you know. This this was, it's, it's either Wakanda or they bring in Richard, you know, uh, Richard Reed, Reed, right? Reed Richards. Reed Richards, right.
2: What I liked about this episode a lot was that it was very slow in some parts, but it was like slow as it? it slowed it down. It slowed the story down. A lot of character stuff, right? We had that fantastic opening fight sequence. And then for the Rex, 45 minutes was just like character, like yeah, character building. And there's I what DC
3: misses it. every freaking time.
2: I agree with you you know I agree. marvel's got this but marvel has 20 well i don't even know how many anymore like if we were to count every individual episode of these shows like marvel's got so much backstory to fall upon where we can yeah. slow down and really spend time with these characters that we've been like we've been invested in bucky for a decade now mm-hmm. Yeah, right it's been 10 years so i mean and it's the same guy playing them so you can you can get invested in him. Like, I do want to know a little bit more like Sam's sister. She's an interesting character. She's his moral compass, you know, and we can, we can spend time getting him. like, I love that sequence with the, the, his nephews playing with the shield. And yeah, it was great, man. This whole, this might be my favorite episode to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the, uh, I think like one moment that I loved was when, when Sam, picked up the shield and like the first thing he started doing was cleaning the blood off of it. Like yeah. that, yep. that just speaks volumes to his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this shield is not supposed to have blood on it. Well, know? it
3: also shows the work he, he, he probably has to do. Right.
2: Yes. That's, that's totally what that is. I have to clean, I have to clean this up. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like poetry, man. I love allegory.
3: Yeah.
1: And then, and then the scene, obviously with him and Bucky with the shield and the training montage with it. And then talking their, their conversation while they were doing that—it's just like that's it. You're 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 laying out what this whole show has been about right here. This is the most important conversation. But yet, I'm sure there's plenty of people complaining, like, oh, "I want to see him punch stuff."
3: Uh, yeah, but, and then
1: of course we're setting up the second Falcon as well. Yeah. If, mm-hmm.
3: if 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 you don't if you don't like character development like that, go watch DC. I can't. You think know of, what's
1: his <laughs> name? I can't think of
3: his name. Joaquin.
1: Joaquin. Yeah. When he walks away, and he's, and he's like, "What do you want about these wings?" He's like, "Keep them." So. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: but he's the next Falcon, right? He is yes. the next Falcon. Yeah.
1: Yes. Whereas I was talking to somebody who doesn't know that from the comics, and was like, "Oh, I think he's going to be the power broker."
3: No, it's what? Sharon. Already, it's Sharon Carter. No, he's wrong. Not the power broker. It's Mephisto. Damn it. Yeah. Speaking of Mephisto, Shang Chi.
1: You want to jump into that already? <laughs>
3: no, we are not
1: have to jump into that yet. Jeez, no. I know why yeah. he's trying to avoid
3: it. You don't. You <laughs> don't want to talk about Mephisto Chi and the Legend of the Ten Mephistos.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was your typical episode before the finale. It's setting up the final
3: confrontation. It's going to be quite a battle, and and John Walker is, I mean, excuse my language, fucking nuts. He's just he's off. He's where gone. What do you think they're going he's to done. go with him? Well, this? well, how about that little cameo
2: we got? This oh, week? Yes. oh yes. Oh yeah, so Leviathan. All, no, 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 no. Julia Louis Dreyfus as uh Madame Hydra,
3: who yes. works for Leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. They're it's bringing interesting. Leviathan in as a replacement for for what was left Hydra. of Hydra.
1: No, no, I, I think they're bringing Hydra back.
3: Well, Leviathan
1: Leviathan's DC, my friend.
3: No, 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 no. What was Yeah, no, it was Leviathan. No, there, there's a Leviathan in She worked there was she worked she, bec- she was a triple agent. She was working yes, and with she Shield. Becomes she was a lover she was a lover with the original
1: Fury. Fury. And then she becomes the new Madam Hydra. She takes yeah. over
3: Hydra. Right, but she was also working for Leviathan. looking this up. Yeah.
2: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. But she was Madame Hydra after that, I believe. Yeah.
2: She's Madame Hydra or Viper is her most famous incarnation. So whatever they're doing, it seems like they're going to continue on the Hydra
1: legacy. Because she even talks about how there are like other people in play. You know, I can't remember how she worded it, but she basically was alluding to there are still people out there that are are pulling strings that you can't see. So like Hydra is still out there.
2: Yeah. I interpret that as Hydra too.
1: Yeah because she's madam
2: yeah she's madam hydra that's
3: who she is great Mm -hmm.
2: casting too yes oh yeah
3: she can she can she can pull you know what she she's another one that you get really surprised that she can pull off menacing just as well as comedic timing it's like
2: she does bitchy really well you know which is like menacing is just a step up from bitchy Hmm. you know she's good like i like this i like this casting a lot like this is I don't know if we're going to see John Walker next week or if he's off the table until the next time we see him. No, he's 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 coming he's going to be part
1: of the Wait, fight. Did you not see the after so? credit scene? There's an after credit scene? There is an after credit oh scene. Oh my god, dude. there was an after credit scene this week. I didn't even realize that. He
3: was he he was he was soldering together a, a he shield. He was making his own shield. Mother or arc welding a shield, I don't know. It's just but he was welding a shield together. Yeah. And and he put one of his, his one of his honor. medals of honor and 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 welded knocked it to the front of the in, yeah. shield. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it, like, it is. Yeah. Except the look on his face was like he was completely nuts.
2: So let's <laughs> one like, more time. Let's give it up for Wyatt Russell.
3: Oh man, yeah, he's killing he, it.
2: He's just knocked it out of the park on this show.
3: People hate him,
2: <laughs> which is a compliment. <laughs> it is. He's that good of a villain, and he doesn't really even. He hasn't, he, until recent weeks, he hadn't really done anything really that should make you that angry. It's just the way he carries himself.
1: Right, right. And mm. I think it was just people were upset because, you know, he's... I'm not. the new Captain America. No, you're not. You're
2: not, you're not Steve. Right, which but is he... The point. That's what you're supposed to think.
1: Right, right. And that's the whole thing. And that's what he's written that way. So yeah. you're like, <coughs> oh, excuse me. So that you you hate him. You're supposed to hate him. You're not supposed to like him. You're not, <clears throat> you don't want him to take over Captain America and be happy about it. You want... There to be like, oh, this guy's not right in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes, it's yeah. been very,
2: been very, very good. I love this show. What are we gonna do when it's all over, man? We're What's gonna there? wait, wait for We're Loki. Gonna, We're gonna I wait a think. week and watch Loki. Loki's not on until like June.
1: Oh, is it June?
2: I thought it was. Yeah. The... No, we got okay. a while till Loki. I think they're doing the Bad Batch next because really we've bounced between the Mandalorian and WandaVision and this, and it's like now, now I feel there's like a hole in my heart.
3: So so we're in we're in agreement that in the streaming wars, Disney has more than enough to keep people paying. <laughs> like they aside from Netflix. I don't know that I watch as much on any other streaming I, service except for Disney. Disney. I had an
2: argument with a man who had the audacity to tell me WandaVision is a failure because Disney has not recuperated all the losses they've spent to launch Disney Plus.
3: What the hell? In
2: good faith an adult human being told me this and then put an emoji at the end of it. And I wanted to kick him in his face. Like, can you believe that? It's like, Oh, they're supposed to pay it off in 16 months. Come on, man.
3: And even, Mm. even, even if like, even if it takes a little bit, which, you know, putting a streaming service together that large with that many properties, you know, it's expensive. Speaking as a computer person, the amount of storage and streaming and, and bandwidth you need.
2: Speaking as a guy who knows what he's talking about on these things.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. But the the thing is the the thing is that take a wink. Yeah. and, and you're a little GD down too. All along. Yeah, yeah. See so yeah. but the, yeah. But yeah, no, the thing is like it's just they're they're gonna make back their money faster than any of these other new streams.
2: Oh movies. yeah, they they have been. Remember how much they spent on remember, like let's look at in the twenty tens roughly, they bought Marvel, Star Wars, and twentieth century fox. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but look at where we've wound up. Like, it's my Mm -hmm. favorite. Of the streaming services, this one is my favorite.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And for new new content, not just existing. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? I don't even think I watch a lot of old stuff on Disney+. Plus. We do, because we got the kid that's the right age, but we
2: also bounce between that and Boomerang and Amazon Prime, because he's, you know, he's a kid. But yeah, like, there's so much good new stuff on there. Like, we think about this, and oh, just a little not quite a year and a half, we've had four good t- seasons of TV shows. Yeah. Because you had two Mandalorians, WandaVision, and then Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right. And now they're going to, now they're going, now they're ramping up. Now they figured, oh, this works. We're going to keep doing oh, these. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Nurse, like are going to keep eating it up.
3: They already had Loki in the shoot, and that's going to, I think that's going to be even better
2: than the last two. I, I think it's going to be different. What I appreciate with this show is no. how hey, the different it is in WandaVision. It looks different. Like the shooting style is different. The presentation is different, it, but these are the same world,
1: man. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny. Cause when I watch uh, or listen to some other podcasters and they talk about WandaVision and they're like, and there are people who, who hated that show. And there are people that are like, Oh yeah, you can just skip the first three episodes. And my brother
3: hates that show. And I'm like, like you don't
1: get it. It's they're, it's something different like uh-huh. and i think that's what it is because it's different that's why they don't like it, it
3: yeah it's dumb do- not quad non intelligent. it's different therefore evil must be destroyed like, we don't understand it. We damn, what we do not understand that's the
2: allegory is. the allegory of the cave yeah I, I get that there's people that just because it is different I'm not seeing my brother's like he actually had, he just didn't like the show. But like there's there's people out there who because it is so different, and especially those first three episodes of WandaVision are super different. Yeah. Right. And I've said I've said it's probably the, the, the hardest digestible thing Marvel's done.
3: Well, unless unless you're somebody our age who you 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 get that nostalgia factor hit,
2: right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, correct. I remember I mean this Jimmy Palmiati on Twitter's like, this these shows aren't funny. I don't get it. And I'm like, it's not supposed to be funny, it's supposed to be awkward. And right. Hard in some places it, right and he's like well then it's working because i don't like it and i'm like oh okay man you're a pro i'm not gonna tell you you're wrong like <laughs> like i i for me it hit like you said all those spots hit just perfectly for me like between the storytelling and the nostalgia and the comic stuff we should have had mephisto i will fight anybody that tells me they weren't setting up mephisto because they were setting up mephisto yeah. they were just playing with us
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: Which my brother said, they're just messing with you. They're not going to deliver. And a little shit was right. So I have to admit, you were right. Just playing with it. So.
1: <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Well, there you go. That's all that matters. So, wow. Actually, we're we're, we're good 45 minutes in. So I think we'll take our first commercial break and we'll be well, right back. Welcome to the Winter Kickstarter Show.
3: <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back.
1: All right, we're back, and you know what that means, guys. It's time for your favorite part of the show.
3: Oh, let's talk about Shang Chi.
1: Social media madness.
3: That's not uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. Up first.
1: <laughs> up first. Hold wait. Hold, I on, hold his, on. I think his. I think his brain broke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't keep
2: it up. I tried.
1: <laughs> uh, longtime multiple contributor Kevin Glennon, who's at Kevin. Glennon over on the Twitters, tweeted at us directly, said, I admit it, superheroes. speak. You guys were right, and I was totally wrong. Falcon and Winter Soldier is freaking fantastic. I stand corrected. So, see?
3: It's a buddy cop movie with superheroes. How could it not be good? (laughs) Especially because Disney's producing.
2: Yeah, I don't know why people, like WandaVision, I could see people not jumping all in on. This one was pretty, it's Lethal Weapon.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I've glad he it. likes it. You know, I'm glad with an, with an actual lethal weapon as one of the characters. <laughs> it's Very true,
2: or Very se- true. several
3: of them actually. <laughs> well, I think that's the nine. I think that's the gag about lethal weapon. The the
2: movies is because like uh, Mert Riggs is a lethal weapon, right? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, there.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, and it's nice to just be told we're right. When- I agree. We had talked about, of course, the Black Adam movie finally started filming, and you know, we wanted to see if our audience was still excited. About this movie and oh my god! Why, I hate when they use special characters. Cameron Khan? I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to. He has a hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Don't even try. He's at Han Show Lobo at over on the, on the Twitter. He said this movie is going to be electrifying. In that is letters.
2: that is a pun on the Rocks. One of the Rocks catchphrases from yes yes midnight from late 90s WWE. Yeah, hmm. so good. It was good the, most electrifying man in sports entertainment.
1: Good good Tim Jones attempt of humor. Oh, here we go.
2: And buckle in. Here comes this week's Tim Jones joke.
1: Uh, Timothy Jones, creator of Sour Grapes, who's at Sour Grapes Comic over on the uh, Twitters, said, I've seen the animated version with Black Adam versus Superman and Shazam, and it was really well done. I hope this movie is, is just as good. I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a great pick for the Black Adam. I'm sure he'll... Raise a few eyebrows, Tim.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was a wrestling-specific dad joke, so I'll Mm. I'll allow it. Well done. Yada (laughs) yada 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 yada. Sour
1: grapes available at fighter newspapers across this great country. (laughs) Uh, To which a mega-level nerds podcast replied, "I hope you're right, or else he might hit rock." bottom uh-huh. No, Don,
2: uh-huh. I expect was... No, wait. Don, I expect more <laughs> from
3: you. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that 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 was Tim's joke there, man. Yes. Yeah, Don, <laughs>
2: you're better than that.
3: <laughs> now, I will I will I will agree with with Tim though that the the Superman Black Adam Zam <laughs> movie, the animated movie, <clears throat> that was one of the best put out.
1: Agreed. It's good. It's really good. And and of course, Tim replied to that say, "See what I started?" Yes, Tim, you have started the sarcastic humor. On our show. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Dad jokes. We actually nice. just, just got this in on, on the same topic. Ucho Duro yeah. parlay Hours said, really excited for this one. So, so there we go. Of course, talking about Black Adam. So thank you guys. Moving on. Of course, we also talked about the Loki trailer and Tim Jones again.
3: No, I'm out. So, <laughs>
1: I really like Loki. It's good to see him back. I hope he, I hope this show does him, does well. Time. That's all in capitals. We'll tell. Uh-huh. Two weeks ago, a few
2: weeks back, Tim DM'd me on Twitter and said I was mad you guys didn't use any of my material this week. So now he, by hook or by crook, is going to make sure that he's on every episode. Mm. I respect the commitment the to the gimmick.
1: Yes, yes, of course. Moving on, we also talked about Indiana Jones Five. Wondering should we this movie be made? And Joshua D. Wilson said, "I think he meant should have, but but shouldn't. Should have stopped at four. Wrong." should have to, to three. Yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate your participation Jonathan. And then finally, we also had talked about the casting of Pierce Bronson as Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie, mm-hmm. wondering what people thought of this casting, and of course, the Ro- Rob Foster said, "Nice." And hey. oh, this is a new one. The Acorn Stories author, No DMs, okay. The Acorn author's the Acorn Stories author said, Unexpected, but I think he can bring gravitas to the role. The helmet covers an actor's face, so I hope that he has a great voice.
2: He does have a great voice, and that's actually a good call, because Dr. Fate is a a character whose entire face is obscured by a wicked-looking helmet, so... Well that hasn't
3: stopped Marvel before. I mean, well, um, not, not technically Marvel. Stopped. It's Sony it's Sony with Spider-Man because every time he goes to talk, he's ripping his mask off can we in name public. Any, so. Can we name
1: any superhero movie where the ma- the main character kept his mask on the whole time?
2: No. Can you? I can't think of any. Yeah, I mean oh. not even
3: uh well,
2: Rorschach to the very end of Watchmen.
3: Oh, there you go. That's the closest I can think of.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Spawn, but he takes me he up. He
2: takes the thing up all the time in that movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just to show his disfigured face underneath.
2: I know, which is one time I didn't think you needed to. Like, that was whatever. I'm not going to bitch about a 20-year-old movie.
1: Yeah, so yeah, no, I mean, so I we'll see how much Dr. Fate keeps the helmet on. All right, guys, we actually had, I actually did four matchups for uh, social, I mean, for Nerd Madness this week so we have Menace. some we have some results we have a good one to start with here guys the comic one yeah was of course our good friend rich duix sea of sorrow versus marvel's x of swords and sea of sorrows takes it 58.1 percent to 41.9 percent corruption continues he actually tweeted it out and said thank you to everyone who voted for him so so rich is excited to be part of our little competition here this year. Maybe if CSRs takes the whole thing, we'll have Rich back on.
2: Great book. I finished it the last week and boy, they really they've got stuff figured out as far as horror and comics go.
3: It's really yeah. good.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Of course, then our next matchup was our anime matchup for the week. It was a certain scientific rail.
3: Railgun. Uh, a certain rail scientific railgun.
1: Oh, it got cut off. A certain certain scientific rail gun versus Demon Slayer.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, I hate when my certain scientific railgun gets cut off. Huh. See how anything can be an innuendo if you put the accents in the right place. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And of course, the the oh, one that... Demon Slayer with the wind. John, is that an upset or is that
1: pretty accurate?
3: Ah, uh, considering think... the amount of hype behind Demon Slayer, which is I was say, pretty Demon much Slayer
1: is the more no- well-known property. I think
3: it is and it isn't the scientific <laughs> railgun slash A magical index series or, well, world, has been around for a long time okay. now. But so, but so Demon first, Slayer's got the hype right now.
1: I was going to say, first off, Demon Slayer won 83 to 16%. And I've heard of Demon Slayer.
3: Because it trended on Twitter, because of it uh, what was it, episode 17. Well, and um, or, I'm
1: just saying that, you know, I think that's... If, if a non-anime guy has heard of it, mm-hmm. that means there's more popularity behind it.
3: You might have heard it from me, though. <laughs> So. No,
1: no, no! I've heard it from other. I have other friends that watch anime, <laughs> and they've talked about it.
3: Well, the, I have. The, I have other friends, you know. Oh, and- okay. the the the, <laughs> the the movie The movie with them on the train is coming out this year, sometime soon, like June, I think, maybe. S- um, snakes on a train. No, no, no. the The second season, the second season was too small for an actual season, so they're making it an actual feature movie, and you know the. If, if you thought that the animation in the first season was utterly amazing, from what I've heard, the animation in the movies is just going to blow your mind. So. All right.
1: That, we'll look forward to that. All right. Let's move on to TV. And of course, our third round, our third matchup for TV was Hellstrom versus Picard. I don't think, in a surprise to anyone, Picard takes it at 59% to 40.9%. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's Picard. It's Star Trek.
2: Hellstrom was a pretty good show, though. It was. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying it. No, I'm just disappointed.
1: And then finally, this one shocked me, guys. It, it really did.
3: I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. Not at just, all.
2: I seeded this one, and I'm not shocked because it was the better movie.
3: Mm.
1: So yeah. we, we well, but well, I'll get into it in a second. So our, our final matchup for the week is our movie matchup, which was Wonder Woman versus Onward. Onward takes it at 62.5% to 37.5% for Wonder Woman. 1984, sorry, Wonder Woman 1984. Make that clear.
3: Yeah, because it makes a difference.
1: (laughs) Um, And there's a a comment on this one from the Gorilla Brain podcast. I will vote for anything not Wonder Woman 84. I really think that's – it wasn't necessarily a vote for Onward. It was a vote against – Wonder Woman 1984.
2: because Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is the most disappointing movie of twenty twenty. Yeah,
1: I'll go there. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Because we all had
2: we all had hope for that one. Like we really looked it was like New Mutants was kind of a joke, right? On this show for a number of years. Wonder Woman eighty four was something we were like, Man, this looks good. Man, can't wait to see this. It's gonna be great. And we watched it and it was like, Oh. Yeah. I still just I still enjoyed it. You enjoyed it, but you didn't love it as much as Wonder Woman One. No, that is true. And we all but we all expected Wonder Woman One, you know. We expected it to be of that level and it wasn't. I don't think yeah. it's a bad movie. I just don't think it's lives up to Wonder Woman One.
1: No. No, but sequels rarely live up to the originals when they're so good. True. Mm. Not everything can be the Dark Knight. No.
3: Or How to Train the Dragon Two or, 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 or
1: Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes, Strikes
3: Back. Back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, boys and girls.
3: Uh, or or T two, sorry. priest two. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait,
2: what? I was She's... joking. Terminator? No, I said Grease 2. I want to see if oh. anybody would catch up. No, no,
3: no, no. <laughs> Terminator 2, though. My sister's favorite movie is Grease 2. I'm sorry for your loss. I, <laughs> I appreciate that.
1: On that note, boys and girls, here's our good friend, d Square to tell you how you can be a part of Social Media Madness.
0: Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag Stars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thank you for that, Don. And
1: don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available wherever on on YouTube or wherever podcasts are available. Oh, and I, was on, on Twitter. I was on this week. Yeah, see, I talked about, I talked there's about a, stuff. There's a reason to go watch it, to go see our good friend JD on there. All right. On that note, we're going to take our next commercial break, and we'll be right back.
0: Messages.
1: We'll be right back. All right, boys and girls, we've got some news to talk about. The first one is the, the probably the biggest story of the week, something that we're all excited about. We got the first trailer for Shang-Chi, and I was going to say The Master of Kung Fu because that's the comic, but it's and The Legend of the Ten Rings.
3: I have heard that Twitter is going hard after Iron Fist because, you know, comparing it to Shang-Chi.
2: Well, that's an unfair comparison, but that's here we Twitter. are. Hmm. that's Twitter. Twitter. That is Twitter. That's what Twitter does. I mean, they're not wrong. Iron yeah, Fist, I know. You,
3: that's what I was gonna say. It's not yeah. a
2: hard target. I mean, like cause we we had our discussions about about Iron Fist and our lack of lack of apathy, quite frankly, <laughs> toward Iron <laughs> Fist. You know, this was well. This, on the other hand, just looked great. Yeah, it did. Yeah, just looked like a modern day kung fu film with great special effects and good story and good characters and what more do i want
1: yeah, yeah. i mean i have questions lots of questions
2: As well, we should have with the trailer i hate when trailers answer questions
1: yes i mean like like they hint at it they don't directly say it and i'm sure everyone's assuming this now that shang chi's father is the
3: mandalorian he is Man, the Mandarin, not the Mandalorian. I'm sorry, not the Mandalorian. <laughs> the like, this is and how His my... brother is baby Yoda. <laughs> this, this is the way? <laughs> Oops. Sorry.
1: The Mandarin. Wow. I still have Star Wars on
2: the
3: Grogu, brain. what are you doing in the... <laughs> in the Marvel universe?
2: All right, tell me you wouldn't want to see Grogu doing Kung Fu.
3: Oh, oh, after, after Yoda after seeing yes. Yoda
2: go after Dooku? I yes. mean, yeah. 20 years later that special effect would look great
3: oh god but but yet they're at least keeping like i know they can't do fu Man. Uh, was it but fu that's why? his fu- father because that they don't have the rights to that first right. off and second off it was a horrible oriental caricature back in the day yeah so
2: yeah. but at the same time the mandarin is also kind of a fu manchu pestish yeah. character so why not combine them what well, you know, no, yeah, that?
3: but yeah, they're keeping they're keeping his general storyline was what I'm saying, yeah. which is oh yeah, yeah. you know, but good. That's he's got a great origin. Like it's yeah. so locked in. It's granted,
2: it's so locked into 70s exploitation movies. Mm-hmm. I get that, but why change it? I mean, it works.
3: Yeah, even today.
2: And, and now you get to res. You get to to save the Mandarin, who you know was done horribly, horribly wrong in <laughs> Iron Man Three. Did, did you see Ben yeah.
3: kingsley in that was he playing stuff? I, I would find that so funny if if they put ben kingsley in there but I, I, hate, know, I i don't I, think
2: i hate trevor slatery i hate that storyline i hate that movie it's the one marvel thing that makes me go
3: yeah besides the dark world that was one oh, of I my hate biggest disappointment
2: i think dark world is just mediocre. i actively hate iron man so I'm very
3: happy with I thought the storyline was good. It's just the fact the same that they did line. that thing. Of course thing. you thought
2: it was good. It was the first two movies. It was the exact
3: same thing. Well, not, not really. But the thing is...
2: Tony they, Stark I, meets a guy who's not as good at inventing stuff as Tony Stark.
3: Oh, well, that part, yeah.
2: That's the movie. I was sold Iron Man vs. Terrorists. I got the same movie that we had the first two times around. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they, and if it had been the terrorists. real
3: Mandarin, then that That's would have been That's what we would interesting... have gotten. Yeah. It would, it would have been really good.
2: And Marvel finally stopped erasing Asian people. So I'm okay with that. Cause they kept like doing away with all their Asian characters. Hmm. Oh yes. The Mandarin and the ancient one.
1: But yeah. I still don't understand why they changed the ancient one.
2: That made no sense. Tilla Swinton's a good actress, but what did she bring other than like a little bit of yellow face to that role? Yeah. You know, because yeah. she's out there acting, she's like cosplaying Asian people. Like she did the thing with the fan, and she's—I mean, like it's very questionable. I'm surprised people didn't call that out more when it happened, but that was needless. That whole thing was absolutely needless, it actually makes me enjoy Doctor Strange a little bit less—not a lot less, but enough, me you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. But this looks awesome. No, it yeah. does. And then, what's the actress's name that was on the bus driver?
3: Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, Aquafina. Aquafina. What she is, was in Crazy Rich, Rich Agents, uh, yes. Crazy yes. Rich Agent Agents. And she is she was the most hysterical part of that movie. And I yes. I can't wait to see her in this. She's she's good.
2: Yeah, she's funny. So. I haven't seen it yet. I've I yeah. not seen the movie. I really want to. I just to.
3: I just hope they they don't turn that into you know, they don't try to make the whole thing kind of just a running gag.
2: I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but I think you need to have that for lack of a better term, Darcy character. Yeah. You know they've had success with that type of a character before, and yeah. The, it helps. It's it's part of Marvel, yeah, yeah. It is. Luis from Ant Man, yeah, but,
3: but Luis is cool. Re-animated. She could
2: she could be cool too. We don't know yet. Let's oh well, well,
3: like if they let her act the way she does, yeah, she could be cool. Right? Yeah,
1: there there is a rumor floating around that there is a long cut that exists of Luis recapping the entire uh Marvel Universe.
2: I don't believe that. I don't believe that's real because I know for a fact they put that out if it was real. Oh
3: hell yeah. They would get mil- billions of views on that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine the engagement on that? It'd probably it probably run like two or three hours of him just talking all in a row. It would, and... it would break the internet. Yeah. I don't yeah know
2: if it, it would, would break it. I think it would I would think it would please the internet greatly. <laughs>
1: the internet is pleased with you. The internet is pleased <laughs> with you. We are
2: we are pleased with your
1: performance. So yeah, I mean, I guess we're all Michael, looking forward. Michael Pena. <laughs> we're all looking forward to this movie. That's what it's you know what? You know, it's,
3: it's kind of fun because we're getting kind of a resurgence. Like Marvel's putting out Shang-Chi. They just started uh, the new series on, uh, I forget the uh, the network. Kung Fu is out. The,
2: yeah. It's, it doesn't, It's a reboot. It doesn't I, seem like Kung Fu to me. Oh,
3: no, no. It's not, it's a complete reboot and, and it has uh, almost that's nothing that's to do like, with the original.
1: But, but that's That's what I've heard from everyone who's watched it. It's like, it has absolutely nothing to do with the original. It's not the same story at all. So there was no need to call it Kung Fu. Why they did that, it makes no sense. Like- it
2: does make sense because that's a valuable property. There's some people that will watch it based on the fact that it's called Kung Fu. If it's not if it's not Shaolin monk in the Old West, what are we doing?
3: Right. right. What are we well, doing? I, Why are we watching? And just remember, like the Kung Fu star David Carradine, he was an American, Right. Because they yeah. weren't going to give it to Bruce Lee because, you know,
2: that racism was a lot more real in Hollywood time. Right. And right. Bruce Lee went off and became Bruce freaking Lee. So he yeah. won that. That but, being said.
3: <laughs> but at least the entire cast of Kung Fu is, you know, I mean, it's it's an all Asian show and it's really, really good. But it's not Kung Fu. No, it's right? not. Even
2: Kung Fu The Legend Continues still had David Carradine.
3: Right. True. True. But But again, like it's they're they're they're. It's a new storyline and they're they're using the name to get people to watch. Right. You know? As and long as the storyline the storyline's okay. I'm I'm liking it so far, so we'll see how it goes. You know, as they has has a, has a it's, C- it's to CW. Snatch. That's right. uh,
2: yeah, I know, right? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Does she have to snatch the pebble from someone's hand? No, she
3: has
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: visual and jd has just
3: rage quit uh, what are we
2: doing <laughs> what are we why do we have a kung fu if they're not someone saying "If as quickly as you can't snatch the pebble from my hand why why do we have kung fu? Yeah, why, why? This, now i've I, gone actively angry on this
1: <laughs> actively See,
2: angry
3: my my issue is like in the original kung fu the reason why he was so good was because he'd been trained from a child you know until he started doing his, his wandering thing, which is another reason why the original storyline wouldn't work these days is because back then Westerns were still a thing that we're not as interested. We're more interested in aliens and, and superheroes. What was the Mandalorian,
2: than... man? The Mandalorian is a Western.
3: Okay, okay. Okay. But that has, that has Grogu. So
2: Westworld, hmm. Western.
3: True. True. Give and me Firefly a, was a Western too, right? Give I me it. a okay.
2: Western where people hmm. are kicking people on wires and I'm happy. True. We didn't because we haven't gotten a modern adaptation of Kung Fu, the real Kung Fu, right? right? If you gave if we did like something like an Ip Man, oh, if Ip Man is wandering around the old West, oh my God, would that be amazing! What you know, the wrong people but, don't well, the, it, show. It,
3: like, like I was saying though, in the original, uh, Kwai Chen Kane had been you know studying Kung Fu his entire mm. life from when he was He's in like the Shaolin a Temple, fet- a fetus yeah. or baby, basically. But but she's only had three years of training and they're explaining it a bit of she's like a reincarnation of some ancient warrior type thing.
2: Well, that's something totally different. I'm not saying it's yeah, it bad, is. but it's just, it's not Kung Fu. Yes. All right, I know. All right.
1: Well then, JD, calm down because you have uh, Shang-Chi coming. All right. And, yeah, and, yeah. And and the real Mandarin. So.
3: Yeah. And just, just remember when, when Iron Fist, like, you know, is a guest stars on, on Shang-Chi. I have a hunch it, that
1: Iron Fist will be
2: in uh, Shang-Chi too. Yeah. Yeah. I, Are, I, you I,
3: you I think. think you, you think, like, like, they're going to do it like Toho did with Zilla from the 1984 Godzilla movie where they buy the rights just so they can beat the crap out of them? Yeah. I don't think Marvel's going to buy the rights to their own character. Well, no, but,
1: but you, you get to what I mean,
3: right? It's right,
1: because like- the, the, the rights have already reverted back to them. Mm-hmm. So we might, yeah, there might be a, a, a reboot to Iron Fist within this movie or at least a, a hint to it. You know, like we passes it
3: on. We could
2: pretend Iron Sir Loris didn't happen and uh-huh. just
1: make another Danny Rand. Right. I mean, they might they, there might just be references to uh, mm-hmm. Kung Lao or something in the in mm-hmm. the in the. We'll um, have
3: the We'll have the same that technically we'll have the same Daredevil, the same. They We might get Power Man back. Okay. We, yeah. We, we might even get Jessica Jones Jessica Jones back. Fine. Just, just Danny Rand. Yeah, I know, right? That's like, Fine. he's the only one that I, mm.
1: and, I and nobody that, liked him. But that's the whole thing too, is I think when they bring these characters back into the MCU, even if they use the same actors, they're going to probably change their stories a little bit.
3: Well, I don't know if they have to though, because they're, 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 they, all of those series started with references to Flip. the original Marvel Universe timeline, Flip. and they were good. The, the writing was good on those. Not, it was Danny Rand who was written like a whiny baby. No,
2: not on Iron Fist. Writing was not that great on Iron Fist. Right, right.
3: Danny Rand was the only but one. Can,
2: uh, a... But we can fix everything with the blip. Danny Rand got blipped, came back as a different human being. And Feige
1: doesn't like promutter, so
3: no. We, well, we can't. You, you can't change that with the blip, but you can definitely change it with multiverse of madness.
1: That's true. I didn't. Cons- I hadn't considered.
3: that. We have our own flashpoint. That's
1: very, very.
2: Accurate. Marvel has its own speaking, flashpoint.
3: It can do that.
1: Speaking of multiverses and madness and marvel and spider-man oh wait so so it's been confirmed oh god i can't think of his name the kid who plays spider-man um tom holland tom holland mm-hmm. is a filthy filthy liar
3: no sure what do you do you mean you mean, you mean what false information was he fed so that he could <laughs> <And so laughs> he spoil anything? if anything he's untrustworthy
1: yes he's a patsy <laughs> alfred molina has come out and confirmed oh yeah, yeah. That he is going to be Doc Ock in No Way Home.
2: So we're getting oh. some Spider Verse thing, right? Oh, definitely. it just seems that way. Yeah. So Alfred, so the buried the lead, we're reuniting Alfred Molina and. Oh, no, wait, never mind. It's in Spider Man. It's not in Multiverse of Madness. I take it back. Right. right. I, withdraw wish... the, I withdraw the statement. Oh, you're going to. I thought it was be reuniting with Raimi, but no, it's, yeah, no I, I was completely no. off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because. I kind of thought that was what was going on for a while, that maybe it's actually in the Multiverse of Madness these guys were going to be. But no, I mean, Melinas came out and said, nope, I'm, it's going to be... Uh,
2: and he says Spider-Man. the same. He says he's playing the same Doc
1: Yes. Right. So how is that going to work? It's It's got to be Pete's going through... the Multiverse
3: of Madness. They It yeah. comes after... The, the No Way Home comes after Multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. So And they they said... No, comes before. Be, comes before? But... I don't know how that's going to work, but they... He you know, died in Spider-Man yeah well did he did he yeah did he that's true there's no
1: there's never an explosion there's no body there's no body yes he could have gotten out of it quite easily
3: Oh, there was no even redirection with like maybe one of the one of the arms floating up to the top of the well that they're made Yeah, of. he
2: just kind of disappears. Yeah. Did you can see that there's a there's a clip floating on Twitter, Alfred Molina doing the, the scene where the, the hands are coming to life and he breaks into uh, a feather on the roof, the, if I were a rich man, these the uh, things are clapping, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's it good stuff. Like I just want to things like, Oh, this was a fun movie to make. Like <laughs> that's awesome. I can see that.
1: Yeah. I mean, but, but him coming out and saying this and confirming it, then this was a an interview with Variety where he talked about this. It, I mean, to me, it starts confirming all the other stuff that we've, you know. I mean, Jamie Foxx did kind of confirm he's coming back as Electro. He said he's playing a different Electro, but I think that was a smokescreen. And what was the other big rumors? I mean, of yeah. course. Charlie think...
2: Cox's Daredevil, we heard it's coming back. We've heard all the Spider Mans yeah. are Spider-Mans. returning.
1: like and, and the love interests, Mary Jane and Gwen. Yeah, because we never got a Mary Jane in the Garfield movies, did we? No, no, that was the plan for the third one, but yes. uh,
2: they iced Mary, they iced Gwen, and left Andrew there. So yeah. he could be a very dark Spider-Man this time around. Hmm. Oh, oh, so you think he's going to come back with the symbiote? Oh, I didn't think that, but it, why? not?
1: Well, actually, <laughs> crossover thought, with Venom. <laughs> I did see something too, where like there was a sign you know, me up. There was a a poster that was signed by a bunch of people involved with the movie as a gift to like one of the actors and someone posted it on Instagram. And there's a signature that looks like Tobey Maguire on there, but they're not sure. But the other one was there was the stunt man for Andrew Garfield from the Spider-Man movies was clearly on there. And he was even tagged in the, the guy who who's Andrew Garfield. Hard, hard to deny that at that point. Exactly. So why would you bring in Andrew Garfield stuntman for the Spider-Man movies and not bring in Andrew, Andrew Garfield? So here's a question is,
2: could you bring in just the stunt man and have him play the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in the background or something? Maybe? I guess so. If he never takes his mask off, like, is that cheap? Because I guess, well, you kind of need the voice because it's Spider Man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't That's know. I'm very interested. In this, I'm very much looking forward to seeing an actual trailer when it comes out. I know. We should hopefully be they don't soon, spoil right? it though. Right? They haven't yet. Like they've been the the water stuff's always been pretty good. Like, because we knew we were getting uh, Quentin Beck in the last one, but we didn't quite know how we were getting Quentin Beck. Right. So when we got the two, because we got two plot twists. Like, you're from an alternate universe. You're a liar. You know, so that worked,
1: you know? Yeah. I just, I really think, I'm really wondering if this is how Sony is back during their Sinister Six movie.
2: That's, isn't that what they want? Isn't yeah. that what Sony wants more than anything in the world? Apparently. To make this
1: damn Sinister Six
2: movie that they've been trying to get off the ground since like 2005? I don't
1: know yeah. how you do Sinister Six without Spider-Man, so...
2: I imagine they're going to have they're going to say, "Hey, what is their character?" So they're going to be able to go, "So, uh, Kevin, they got the Sinister Six movie." Oh,
1: wait. Gonna... A
3: minute. So they did wait, they did wait, Venom wait. without Spider-Man. So
1: Wait, 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 wait. Can I throw something out here? Guys? No. Uh-oh. Yes. Multiverse of Madness.
3: Yes. What if
1: they bring back Andrew Garfield to do another Spider-Man movie and it's in another it's an alternate universe?
2: I don't know if they do that because the Garfield movies didn't make a lot of money. And that's what they are. That is the main goal of them is to make money. Right. And they got the Tom Holland let So let's, I'm going to hold off judgment on this until we know what happens at the end of this one. Cause this is the end of the, the water Spider-Man movies. So let's see what they do. Let's see what happens at the end of those. Yeah. I reserve the right to change my mind. I want to see where this is headed first. Yeah. And they, they maybe you're not wrong.
3: Maybe, maybe you're I mean, on to something. I mean, Garland, Garland, uh, Garfield, Garfield. Garland sings somewhere <laughs> Gar- over the rainbow. Gar- Garland is, you know, Garfield Some and Holland. I'm putting them together. Over I just shipped the them. Multiverse. Okay, so no, Garfield is a little bit old to be playing Spider-Man first off. Well, it depends on what kind of Spider-Man you want him to
2: play, right? Like, you could do a different kind of Spider-Man with
3: Andrew Garfield now. Like, like Pot-Belly Spider-Man from the Spider-Verse.
1: You could even go as far as that, like, <laughs> once he learns about the multiverse and blah, 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 he becomes uh, Scarlet Spider. He doesn't
2: you could do scarlet spider you could do spider is interesting I kind of like the idea you could do like a black suit spider man yeah right I mean, you could do a dark spider man based on that you could do spider he could for some reason become spider man noir like there's a lot you
3: could do with it I'm curious to see what they choose to do with it but the other the other point was they don't want they probably don't want to step on the revenue from from far from home and the other spider-man stuff they're doing with the marvel let's users.
2: see i mean this is the end of it though this uh far from home is the last of the trilogy so
0: we're is done is it
3: really yeah he's done john waters is done John. Waters. right no yeah, yeah. I, I know, know waters is done but you think colin's done and you think marvel uh, you think sony's gonna give up a cash cow that's
2: that, what, what what i'm no. saying is, is no but that's why i want to see how this ends
1: if if this ends does that because that's what i'm getting at like all right if it's an Avengers movie or any other Marvel movie you want Spider-Man to to he'll guest as and it'll be Tom Holland's Spider-Man and then the, the Spider-Man movie's going forward will be in the in the second universe Good. but this alternate version of Spider-Man
2: it's possible i mean it's in alt with a multiverse not knowing what they're doing with said multiverse anything is i don't know if i'd want that but i mean at the same time if you're going to do it don't give me the same spider-man give me a different right. spider-man if they're gonna i'd be honestly i the more i'm thinking about it, the more i think that's not a bad thing if we have like spider-man and venom like andrew garfield right. and and tom hardy working together against the center six you know what i could get on board with that i had a good time watching that movie
3: yeah you know, you, you know what the one thing we can count on is because of because of loki you can probably see loki in the background of every one of those films
2: you know what else we can count on is that Sony's going to keep making Spider Man movies, whether they're
1: good, bad, or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
3: They do, you know, it, I've, what is it going to take for them to, to get to, to sell an, that back? An you know? act
2: of God. Yes.
3: But their Mar- movies are getting, their movies were making progressively less every single time. Not anymore. You
2: know? Not, not anymore. Well, Venom, Venom made a lot and
3: those two, home, Homecoming and. You know, Far from home?
1: Yeah, far from
2: home. Well, yeah, yeah but no,
3: that's have... but but that's only when they're collaborating with. The only good one that they've made so far Venom by themselves lot. was the multiverse. The the yes,
2: Spider Verse. Spider Verse was great. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna keep going, man, because like it's that's become like the jewel of Sony's <clears throat> entire film campaign, right? It's Spider Man, yeah. which they is sad never because
3: because the only reason the only reason Spider Verse did well is because they let somebody else ahead and do what they you know what they wanted and they didn't interfere like they did with the with the other movies yeah but they've,
2: they've left it alone so i think that as long as you can i think if they keep working with kevin feige and maybe just not have john waters maybe you have somebody else come on who's got an idea i kind of like dave's idea you know for getting alternate universe stuff why not i don't know if they're going to because but i don't know i don't know i mean like we have to see yeah. what the multiverse of madness really is hmm. you hmm. know because why not justify having a multiverse Right, right. It, it worked really well for miles. You know, let's let's keep it going. And it well, works for technically, DC, miles right? is
3: part of it, right? I mean, does like, it
2: work mm-hmm. for DC? No, does it in theory? It works for DC, but in, a, in an application, does it? No, nah. no, I don't
1: think so. Do you know what else isn't going to work? What someone needs to stop? Ven Diesel. <laughs> so, I've been saying this since 2005. Apparently, Ven Diesel is teaming up with Universe, Universal. And Mattel Films to make a live-action Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie.
3: They already made that. It's called Real Steel.
2: Real Steel was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. You are 100% correct.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't official from Mattel, you know? No. You know, like their their, uh, Battleship movie and what else have they made?
2: They made another board game movie that did terrible too, but, you know. Which one was that? Didn't they? It was Battleship. Battleship. Didn't they make like they make like Mousetrap or something like that or Trouble? Something got made. They made another board game movie that I don't care to remember.
3: There are millions of memes out there right now about it. Like after Battleship came out of all the stupid movies that they could have made, like Hungry Hungry Hippos or,
1: or you know, Monopoly. Just, oh, wait, that's Milton Bradley.
3: Yeah, well, that's Wall Street. We already have a Monopoly. Um, that, was, that was the Wolf of Wall Street. Same thing. Yeah. But but like Rock'em Sock'em, I mean
2: this gonna... movie is not. I'm, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stake my claim. This movie's not going to happen. No, nah. no, th- no, Vin Diesel's excited. There's about no it. way you can turn. Vin that Diesel got name. a paycheck. Vin Diesel got a pay for play contract. He just got paid.
1: Yeah, like, probably.
2: This is this is never going to happen. Rock'em yeah. Sock'em. If this happens, I will eat I will come bandana. on this show. Yeah, I will eat a bandana on this show when Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie premieres.
3: Okay. When you, you a, when you
2: could make a, a Gundam movie or a battle tech movie or some another Pacific Rim, but no. Rock'em Oh they Rock'em Yeah Robots. I'm pretty sure I heard they're making a live action Gundam movie. They, they are they make they say they can make is Anything there's a gazillion movies that are like in development. Until something gets green that's like okay, maybe they're gonna go through with this. Until huh? it actually comes out, I don't I'm really I think the Gundam one is though. I hope so.
3: Gundam's cool.
1: Yeah, I've, I actually just heard that on the So Wizard podcast. Yeah,
3: I caught I caught sight of it a couple like a week ago or something like that. It just it passed by my consciousness. Who's anyway. making it? Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Netflix yeah. Netflix
2: is real. If they say they're, so they're doing a TV show, Gundam TV show.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, but I heard that today when I was walking home from the gym. So there you go. All right, so who we've written we for the red or the blue robot.
2: Oh, boy. Voting for the accountant who goes, this is a bad
1: idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I'm like, but of course, Vin Diesel's attached to it. It makes sense.
2: Vin, oh. Diesel, Vin Diesel got The Rock kicked off the Fast and the Furious movies. You got That's all I got to say. Yeah, they don't like each other. So Rock's doing his own thing now. That's why they That's... made the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Really? I did not know that. They don't like each other. They like legitimately don't like each other. How can you not like The Rock? Because Vin Diesel, The Rock is what Vin Diesel's tried to make his career into the past 20 years. And Dwayne Johnson came through and, like, you know, sunk the three. Like, Dwayne Johnson is just what Vin Diesel wants to be. But
3: but Diesel has his own, like, I mean, he's the grumble master for crying out loud. And And he also had the, what is it, the, the Pitch Black stuff, right? Dude, when's the last time they made a Riddick movie? Well, I know, but they could—he could have done more of those. because well, they, but they were bad. Like, I well, mean, you're
2: you're, you're ignoring of major. Hard.
3: The second, the, the first one was good. The second, Pitch one... Pitch
2: Black was cool. Chronicles of Riddick was not cool. I think there was a third one, wasn't there?
3: No.
1: I think I the big think difference so. is the Rock got his start as a professional wrestler in the WWE. F became E. Yes, I was about to say F. That's why I stopped myself. And Vin Diesel got his start. Doing commercials for Street Sharks, the toy.
3: Oh, that's right! Oh my God, I forgot about that.
1: Yes, which is like, anyone watching or listening, just look there up is? Vin Diesel Street Shark commercial. It's mm-hmm. it's priceless.
2: Uh, Riddick came out in 2013, so oh. eight years ago. Pitch Black came out in 97. Chronicles of Riddick came out in 2005, and Riddick came out in 2013. So you know, oh. they they work on those actively.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. That. They shoot them out
1: one right. Clearly,
2: after clearly, it was a massive success. As we debated whether or not this movie existed.
3: Well, you know what? The the second two movies they were they were missing what? more Claudia Black. That's what, what they were missing. You know, bitch Black's actually kind of a cool movie. His but, his, yeah.
1: his career's fine. He's got. Fast, I didn't say his career was bad. Fast Fast and Nine coming movies. out because everyone needs another Fast and Furious movie. And uh,
2: man, people love those movies. Oh, wow. I've never seen the first. I remember going to see the first one. I looked at my friend. And I said, "This is Point Break." This is the exact same movie as Point Break.
1: It is, but with cars.
2: With cars instead of surfboards. And the Point Break remake was less of Point Break than The Fast and the Furious.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
2: What I'm trying to say is Point Break is a really good movie. You should watch that.
1: (laughs) Instead of watching Fast and Furious? Or
2: anything, really. Go watch Point Break. It's aged really well.
1: Right, because isn't, like, Vin Diesel's the, it's been, I've, I've, only tangentially watch these movies wasn't vin diesel the villain in the first he's one? the
2: he's the patrick swayze he's the villain with the heart of gold and then he like becomes the focus of the series after paul walker dies
1: You're right yeah something a- about family yes it's all about family but yet I, that's the other thing i keep hearing is i think the last three movies he has family members you never knew about to show up you know, because
2: it's all about family.
1: Like, in the, I think in the, the the in I haven't even seen trailers for it yet. But in nine, the newest one, he's got this brother that he's never mentioned before. But it's all about family.
2: Yeah. John Cena is the villain in that one. They couldn't uh, turn John Cena villain in the WWE. People crammed for it. They wanted it so badly, but they wouldn't do it. Now he's like now he's the peace, the maniacal peacemaker eating dicks for liberty. And he's the villain in this new Fast and the Furious movie. So, I mean, it's like, wow.
1: And he's also a co-host on the a revival of Wipeout. Yes, he is. That's the most villainous thing you can do, is laugh at people that are getting knocked off of obstacle courses.
2: I disagree. Those people should be laughed at. That, they're there to be laughed at. If we can't laugh at people on Wipeout, when can we laugh at people? If I can't I laugh at, some, at someone running up some comically large ramp, when, or, what am i what am i doing with my life
1: or, or jumping on some giant big balls
2: yeah jumping on giant big balls and racking themselves and falling into water like if i can't point and laugh what's the point of this life i don't know john
1: what's the point of life 42
2: oh, oh ah so dump set spike
1: <laughs> all right all right kind of made well, that one easy i don't have a segue for this one our final piece of news is a little bit of casting I heard earlier this week. I wanted to talk about it. Of course, Lucy Liu is joining Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and she will be playing. Oh, god, Hespera. Hespera. Okay. So I Hespera. thought I
3: thought I I I must have I I must have like just let I, I thought it said Hestia, but
1: it's so she's the, one of the apparently one of the villains uh, of the movie. And so
3: Hespera, which one was that? I forget. Nothing is striking me. My my Greek pantheon knowledge, like I I'm pretty good, but
1: so I guess you guys there. aren't big Shazam fans. I thought I knew the character. Yeah, so did I. But uh, so mm. are we excited to see Lucy Liu in the movie? Are we? Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, she's good. Do so we see her as a villain?
3: She could do. She could do that. You remember her in Kill Bill?
1: Yeah, that's true. That is very true.
3: So fifty-two years old too. Yeah. Still looks good for fifty-two. God. See. She could Well, she could probably put all of us down in the dirt. Like, she's she's really, she's pretty damn good at martial arts, too. So ah. Like, you know.
1: Is that your crush,
3: John? Is she she was, was embarrassed to say she's one of my crushes, yeah. She's gorgeous.
1: Nowhere. No <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: She's gorgeous, and she could kick John's butt.
3: And intelligent, and, you know, she's she's picked some really good roles. and What she's not is Mr. Holmes. I couldn't get on board with that show. What, you mean elementary? Yeah. Yeah, that one, the, the, mean the,
1: Watson, she's <clears throat> Watson in the
3: show. She she's a good Watson. The problem is that the guy the, the the way they're writing that Holmes is a little bit weird.
2: Well, and then like they're running at the same time as Sherlock, right. With Martin yeah. Freeman and and Benedict Cumberbatch, which is was like a, way better. Yeah, it was a, it was a poor imitation, so
1: yeah.
3: But you know, she's she's done a lot of a lot of really good work. But I mean with the more
1: they reveal about Shazam and the Black Adam movie, the more excited I'm getting
3: me too. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're not holding back. That's a big name to add to it.
1: I mean, that should be the direction of the DCEU going forward to those two movies.
2: I'm down with that. They're great. I mean, like, I'm very curious to see what happens when we get Shazam and, and Black Adam together in a movie. Because they feel like they're going to be very, very different. Which, again, they're supposed to be. But, like, yes. I like, I like what we're setting up here.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. It makes me it, – it does make me wonder, though, because it's like Shazam obviously was a lighthearted movie compared to – a lot of the other DC movies.
3: Oh yeah. It was real lighthearted with people getting eaten and bitten in half by what? demons. I <laughs> it's mean... lighthearted for something that Jeff Johns
2: was involved with.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. But what I'm, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, you know, and, and I don't know. On one hand, we're hearing that the DCEU is dead now with the, with the death of, with.
2: I've the, heard Snyder. the Snyder verse is dead. Right.
1: When,
2: yeah. So I think Snyder. it just means hit under under whatever's going on under his purview. Hmm. Because I was talking about this on Omega last night. It's like, you know, you can't because everything's going off forward based on the work he's already done. They're just going to not going to let him steer the ship going forward. And it doesn't sound like he wants to.
3: You You want right. to know what the saddest thing about that is? Apparently, it seems like he was the only one that actually had an overarching view vision. of where things, yeah. should, a vision of where things could go. Nobody yeah. else in that in that outfit seems to have but anything close to that.
1: It's okay to have a vision, but when you don't have the details to fill in good stories, yeah.
3: I agree. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree. But
2: but you need someone. But, you need a Kevin Feige, like like right. Zack Snyder should be the auteur with all the big ideas. But you need Kevin Feige to be there picking up the pieces, and that's supposed to be Jeff Johns, and Jeff Johns is too busy getting himself into trouble and doing stupid stuff. For all the level of detail that his comics have, these movies just lack from it right well, like it's some,
3: just stuff it does depend like you know he, he may he's great with comics but with comics he, he probably has to deal with a lot less when he's figuring out what his oh, yeah. overall plan is oh, And yeah he's he's probably just you know i I, th- I think disney is like they're giving license to feige to do what he's doing like they're giving him the power to do it Right. right, DC himself. is probably constantly telling Johns, de, t- telling Jeff Johns, no, you can't do this. You gotta do this, but uh, and you know, constantly interfering with him.
2: Well, his track record has not given him the the freedom for autonomy. Kevin Feige did. Kevin Feige was making money on those movies before Marvel, bought, or before Marvel was bought by Disney.
3: Right, but the, so
2: why but, Disney's Disney's like Rome. They're gonna buy. They're gonna take over and let you keep running things so long as you render to Caesar. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. whereas Warner is running a fiefdom where they're just gonna keep nit- nitpicking to death because the serfs are too stupid to keep the land running on their own.
3: But the thing is, if they if they just let Jeff Johns go, gave him the power like like Marvel gave Feige, he might have, be able to do something with
2: it. I have two words for you.
3: Yeah. Green lantern. Oh, oh geez, okay. Yeah, yeah it's almost Point like...
2: taken.
1: I almost kind of feel like it should have been Snyder. In the Feige role, and just other directors putting the movies together,
2: they needed a guy. I see. I think Snyder's best served making the movies. Like he's a, he's a director. Okay. Let him make movies. I think needed an executive who, who could who had a creative bone, you know, or like an editor for support per se, like and somebody uh, who likes comic. Boy, if Mark Wade was interested in film, that would been he would have been perfect for something like that. But it doesn't seem like he is. Like I don't know. They just don't have the right guy doing stuff over there. And now, in light of all the uh, hubbub. It really seems like they don't have the right people
1: in charge. Yeah, oh, yeah. It also doesn't seem like they have many people in charge. Current you know, lives the problem. They they got rid of a lot of people after the disaster of Justice League.
2: Well, this is what happens when you spend a ton of money and don't make anything. Like I said, I was watching the Supervoid cinema things, and over the last thirty years, Warner's made all spend a lot of money making these movies that never get made. Right. Yeah. They spend a lot of money to make movies. at some point that catches up. You can say, Oh, our budget was X and we made Y. Yeah, but you what did it take to get there? How much money did you spend getting there?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So like yeah. yeah.
2: And it's like Warner's not a it's not a very well run company. Like when you really look at
1: it, it's not. No, it's not. But Godzilla we'll still, was good. Yeah. And I think we'll still get the Shazam. Oh wait, wait. Did you watch Godzilla vs. Kong yet? No, I said Godzilla I didn't say Godzilla versus Kong. Ah, oh, jeez. I've been busy, man. What? Writing books and going to writing the gym writing
2: books and going to the gym and running practice and being a father and I'm overworked. But you need a vacation? I yes. But I'm poor, so I can't take vacations
1: because I spend my time writing books and podcasting. <laughs> well you can you can take a trip to John's house. He's in the middle of nowhere in Lancaster.
3: Yeah, basically.
1: You can watch horses go by.
2: Oh the kid'll love that. He loves horses. And deer loves deer him and his grandpa go deer shining which i didn't even know was a thing until they came home they huh. just drive around pointing flashlights at deer i'm like oh which sounds stops them completely trust me it's like, yeah. Yeah. oh i've had enough of them to tell you for a fact yes yes it does
3: yeah i've hit one or two in
2: my time too i rented a, I, I, mean, I took five kids to a tournament once in in dodge city kansas which for reference is really really far from chicago Mm-hmm. so we did this and on the way back it was like three in the morning and i'm struggling to stay up and i'm like we're gonna make it home we're gonna make it home and there's all these deer on the road i'm like man this is gonna be bad man this is gonna be bad and i turn a corner and there's a deer looking at me and i'm going 80 and i rented a lincoln navigator oh
3: i split
2: that sucker in twade Whoa. and completely totaled a sixty thousand dollar vehicle oh but i bought right. the inch but I bought the insurance. So yep. it, co- it cost me $27 to total a $60,000 vehicle. People, if you're listening out there, there's one lesson that I can impart to you when traveling get the insurance on the rental car because you never know what's going to happen.
3: Yeah. I
1: might split a deer in twine.
3: You I've, may... I've had to pull a deer from underneath my my car, which mm. is fun. You know, because it's like, you know, it's just, you don't want to, you don't want to like get in the car and try to roll oh, past it because then mm, it started to drag. And mm, so,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I was, fun. I was never in a car when we hit a deer twice, but hit a turkey once. And I don't have nothing. I'm really disappointed
2: in myself again. Yeah, like, I can't figure be, anything. It should they, be an they, easy they, one to make a joke with. And there's I got a lot of all, things that
3: should be coming
1: <laughs> right. I got nothing. All I know is, 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 is we were going. To to my mother in law's, my wife was driving. My mother was in the passenger seat, so I was in the the back seat. And we hear, you know, there's my, my my wife's like, "Oh no, get out of the road!" And then we hear doof a thud, feathers everywhere. It was
2: I hit a goose once, and it was similar to that. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh.
1: It was, it was almost like it exploded.
2: Well, those, was it a, those wild turkeys just pop out of the middle, like they'll just pop out of nowhere. Like, yeah, they can. They, if you just grew up in the suburbs, you'd be surprised you no know, turkeys can actually fly to an extent. Yes. Right? And they'll just come up right in front of
1: you. And we've just yep. gone completely off the rail. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's a slow news week. Yes, it is. It's a slow week in general.
3: We didn't, yes. we didn't even mention Invincible, which is still doing pretty good. I'm well, still behind, way. so. Okay, okay behind that. and everything, so we should catch up with it though. It's 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 yeah, pretty good. Let's do that next week. Let's have an invisible catch up, mincible catch up, <laughs> invisible catch up. <laughs> invisible just ke- there's just a blank screen. <laughs> how,
1: how is how could, people, how could people watch him if he's invincible? All right, <laughs> all right. I think on that note, then we should wrap it up for the week. I've got any recommendations. JD, I think you've got one for the audience.
2: I do. Please visit uh, my Kickstarter page, the Books of Jericho. Where we're gonna hit we're probably gonna hit our funding goal in the next couple, in the next probably by tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be fully funded, but it's not about being fully funded. It's about getting these books into as many people's hands as possible. You're not you're not just gonna get sundown, the new book. All the other books are available. You can buy all five. The original, the book of Jericho, the first book. I'm selling for a buck. So come on and get the first book in the series for one dollar. And then join us for the rest. A lot of fun stuff. Let me kill you like I've killed John twice now. Twice now. I I hope I can keep murdering you time and time again. So I'm again. This is this is a fun little project. We just launched it. It's going to run for 21 days. So in three weeks, I'll be able to tell you guys how uh, how we did. And I have a feeling this will this will go pretty well this time.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So that's your recommendation: is people to support you, give me money.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a buy, my <laughs> buy
1: my book. Buy my. book.
3: Have you to the critic
2: do you guys Which, ever watch the critic the the, the cartoon the critic yes, with john critic.
3: lovitz oh right yeah that's
2: it yeah it's yeah john yeah, dave gets it mm-hmm. it's an old That's a that's a 30 year old joke for you
1: oh my god <laughs> all right john do you have a book to sell
3: no i i unfortunately don't but i do i do have an obscure suggestion anime again if you want if you want something like if life is getting you down and everything sucks and you, you can, want some mind candy? You can always go downtown. downtown yes. <laughs> Thanks. There's a 40-year-old joke for you. No. 50 uh, my friend. 50. 50. So there's a there's a an anime called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and it's actually quite a beautiful story, even though it involves a dragon maid. It's it's really good. John, what is a dragon maid? No, it's this woman that it it, it starts with. This woman who gets drunk one night, goes out on in on walks up to a mountain, finds a dragon with a sword in it, pulls the sword out, and then she becomes friends with a dragon. And the dragon decides to take a human form, become her maid. Oh, that doesn't sound bad, actually. No, it's not.
1: So, so, and and it's just going somewhere we didn't want to go. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. She pulled the sword out, and then it got funky. No.
1: Wow, won't
2: you go No,
3: but, <laughs> no, but there is there's it it there is a, a beautiful love you. story that goes. Oh God. No, there's there's quite a beautiful love story that goes into this. And it's it the writing is is really way deeper than most anime that you would normally expect from, you know, just some one of these of life things. So it's it's really it's really cool and it portrays people like us very well, you know, like programmers or, or people that are that work at home and all that and or you know that that are married to our jobs maybe too much sometimes. So Sometimes? Yeah. So if you if you if you want some lighthearted fun with some really good writing and and some feel good moments uh Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I I suggest it. Cool, cool.
1: That's it. Okay. So I will recommend, of course, everyone go to SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Comic book reviews by our good friend D-Square. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. And I actually am going to recommend that you check out, if you're a Dungeons & Dragons player, check out The Lost Tomb of the Bitchin' Chim- Chimera. It's a play on and Camaro you know the dead milkman it's their DD module it was available through kickstarter i had a lot of fun playing it with my friends and i think you will too if you play
3: D. So. Add, add, add to that the dead gentleman look up the dead gentleman the gamers you you definitely want to see that if you're a DD person you're stepping on my recommendation yes i am i'm i'm adding to your recommendation i'm enhancing it
1: oh That's, is that what you're calling it now
3: okay I'm, I'm being additive so
1: well on that note boys and girls as always, thanks for hanging out. Don't let your keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.